This time on TNT, Suge started junior high. Anna conquered a huge fear. And the importance of checking in on a bud. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Woo! Hi, Jeremy. Hey, guy. It's been a while. Sorry, bud. How's it going? You know, just been cruising around, it's going all over. Been packing some summer, and have you bought? I went into, went over to Pembroke for a bit with Lise and saw the fam there, with Clay and Lise's mom Shirley. How's everybody Shirley. doing? It was good. Good times. We saw a moose on the way there. Get out of here! Al- driving through Algonquin, I all of a sudden saw a bunch of cars pulled over and. We got out, and there's a moose just sitting in there, crushing the uh, reeds or whatever they eat in the Get out of here. Marshes. It was beautiful. Jeremy, yes. set the stage Everyone's, for the people listening. What? Who's driving? I feel like Lisa drives, right? No, I was driving this time right? out there. Lisa drives. I drive, too. And then... But yeah, no, Lisa's, Lisa likes driving, but I like to drive, too. So this time, I was driving. Is everyone in the back seat on their devices? Or are they playing games? Are people looking out the window? Did everyone see the moose? Well, it's a uh, it's a four-and-a-half-hour rip. So it's a scenic as hell, but very long. Yes. And so there's definitely some technology involved and, and uh, devices. Yeah. But on that same drive, uh, I saw the, a double rainbow that I actually posted on the gram. Nice. And uh, it was beautiful. I've never seen a full-on rainbow with a two-timer. Yeah. Touching on both sides. Two-banger. Right under it. Like, let's get the gold. I see it right there, Styles. But, uh, yeah, the, we, we, uh, all, all the kids were in the back on something. You know, whether it's an iPad or iPod or a phone. A, a stolen phone from us. And, uh, yeah, we pulled over because of the cars, and uh, everyone was being quiet. And all of a sudden, Anna's like, take a picture, take a picture. Oh, yeah, it's loud. And we're like, shh, quiet, quiet. Wait, so cars were pulled over to look at the two-banger? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The two-banger bull uh, moose. Oh, the moose. I thought you meant the, the rainbow. No, the moose. Oh, Wow. Yeah, the moose wasn't a two-banger. It was just a straight-up. I love that. So people pulled over to see the moose. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, taking pictures. There was even, like, the Nat Geo Styles guy, the National Geographic, with the long lens. Long lens. Long lens, and then a couple banger long lenses on the ground, like backups. Like the, um, it's like the length of a travel mug, like those lenses. No, no, this was like the like a John McEnroe yelling at the guy with the long mic camera guy. Like the long, long one that goes like a bazooka. Like a arm length. Those ones. He was into Undertow. it. Undertow. Did I ever tell you, I was so, driving from Whitehorse to Skagway, Alaska, and I saw a bear. And it was the first bear I've ever seen like in the wild, like an actual bear. And I pulled yeah. over and rolled my window down and was taking a picture and... A guy pulled over behind me and got out of his car and ran up to my window and was like, what are you doing, man? Are you crazy? Do you know how fast they can move? Roll your window back up. No way. And he was out of the car telling you that? Nice. That's a genius right there. Yeah, genius. I saw a couple grizzly bears in the garbage 
up in BC on a trail once. No way. Yeah. Were you walking? Far away. Like, let's go check out where the bears are. And yeah, like, there was like 15 bears in the garbage dump. And I was like, wow, let's get out of here. That's a lot of bears. There was a lot of bears with big claws. That's a lot of bears. And they can't see nothing, right? They got the bad vision. That's what they it looks like. If you look at their eyes, it always looks like they're both poked, all watering, and like, God damn. You know, like if you got pepper sprayed, have you ever noticed that? They look like they're always like, oh, man, hold on, oh, eyes. The bears look, they're stunned? Well, no, they're just, they can't see shit. But so they're, you know, this, their eyes, period, are bad. They just look, if we look at them, they're always like watery and blinking. Not so good eyes. They have like, oh man, my eyes, eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on, eyes, like, eyes. Oh, hold on, man. Ah, like sprayed eyes. Yeah, hold on, man, eyes. <laughs> I wonder, it's because they stink so bad. Their eyes are watering. See, I've always. never smelled a bear. Do they? Oh, they reek. Yeah, that's a, you can generally smell a bear before you can see it. Really? You can smell if one's been around because they stink so much. See, there's yeah. some bear scat in our field right now, and I've heard from neighbors there's a bear around, but I yeah, haven't like seen to, it. They like to rub up on trees and stuff, too, so they like to get their stank all over the place. But Joy is, gets fired up when we're going for walks on the road, Ooh, like she can smell something. That's scary. Yeah. You don't want Joy running after a bear. No, but if I let her outside at night, sometimes she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm probably going to just come back in. And I wonder if that's why the bear is in the neighborhood. The bear. And, and the other th thing we did, we went to uh, Lisa's brother Clay's place, uh, the farmhouse where Lisa grew up, and the kids all drove. And it has he has the like big five acres of like kind of a huge lawn at the front of the farm. That's the best. So the kids were burling around, even Annalise driving the car, having a rip in the what lawn. What kind of car? Prius, man. Just ripping around in the Prius V, oh, baby. Oh, like ripping your car. Yeah, yeah. So there's not some, like, not country fast. car that's, like... Just under... You know, the, the, just driving, and Lisa was good with the lessons. And, uh, and then I went in there with the two kids in the back, and that was a bad idea. Why? Because we... Well, because, the like, we're just... Annalise was driving, and then John and Jack were in the back. And uh, you should ha just have one person with the driving person there because you, when you have people in the back talking, it just becomes a thing and chirping. Like Jack was like, "Oh no, look out!" And like you know, Anna's getting freaked. It's <laughs> just <a stiff. laughs> it was a lot. Or like, yeah, it was just it made it too intense. So I was like, "That's it, no one only." But it was so great. Did Lisa have to shut it down? No, we didn't have to shut it down. It was fine. I was just. It's better to be one-on-one, -on -one, and that's why they do instruction that way. So just a tip, if you're ever driving around with stuff, just go solo. There you go. Don't let, don't let, the, don't let one in the back, if the girls are ever burling around on, like, the car out in the field, which was kind of cool. Because, you know, if you're right there, they, they were all understanding, and they were very careful. They weren't being stupid and, you know, but they, they realized that if you press the brake, it actually, you know... You stop quicker than you think, and the gas, you have to understand that. And it's a, the Prius isn't exactly a, a Camaro, right? So the, you have to, you know, it's almost like kind of like a golf cart, the Prius. 
I'm going to say, overall, I am a big advocate of exposing kids to things. Yeah. So that it's not such a big deal when it's finally part of their life. Totally. Better just out in a field than, like, in a, in a place with light poles or trees around. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's nothing that could happen. And and uh, they're understanding that they weren't just going to rip, rip uh, donuts or anything. So, yeah, right. they, they learned. And you could tell that it was a big moment for all of them of, of understanding and being like, yeah, I get it now. It's not uh, so foreign. <clears throat> yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Suge and yeah. Indy, to a degree, have driven the Polaris Ranger, um, which we sold, as you know. Um, yeah. And Suge and Indy have also both driven their grandfather's tractor. There you go, yeah. And just to kind of, I think it helps with um, kind of your spatial awareness, like to figure out how big a turn radius you need to kind of make the turn. They've been yeah. mowing on the ride-on mower with me since they were in diapers, but... It does help you. It does help you so that when you get behind the wheel of a car, you have at least some awareness of it. Plus, in our field, yeah. you're not going to hit anything. And that's the same at Clay's, right? Yeah. No, exactly. There's nothing in the way at all. And and, and plus, there's a lane way as well. So they could kind of practice getting on and off of that and following the lane. So, right. Yeah, it's good, good times. So do you have things that you like to do up there in the Pemby? Uh, I like to get out and, and rip to the rivers, and uh, we went to, uh, what the heck's it, the fort it's called, and it's uh, just over the uh, Ottawa River on the Quebec side from Pembroke, and it's Fort William. Fort William? Lisa told me, Fort William. It's beautiful there. What do you do at Fort William? Well, you cruise around, hang out on the nice beach. You you uh, They had tunes going, there was some... Some nice progressive Quebecois rock, I'd say it was. Where? There was a band playing, like a, and they were socially distanced, and they had masks, and they were, but they were playing this like really wacky kind of Frank Zappa rock. Perfectly <laughs> like Quebecois. Good, but like you could tell they'd been practicing for like since throughout all of COVID because they were just crushing everything, and they were they were playing they're tight so well together. It was like the Beatles in going to see the Beatles in Hamburg. <laughs> so they've been having Zoom rehearsals for several months? <laughs> yeah, man, they were killing it. They had all they were playing originals and they were also doing covers, but the covers were banging. Do you know what is a bit of a treat when uh, I have the iPod, my iPhone on shuffle, iTunes, that's what I'm looking for, and a song of ours comes on. No, nice. That's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> like all of yeah. a sudden, supposed to be me is ripping through my ear holes while I'm on a bike ride or something. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it happens to me too. Yes. Going through the shuffle and all of a sudden I'll hear Andrea talking. Because <laughs> the uh, intros are individualized as well. Yes. So sometimes you'll just get the intro bang and of like them in the vocal booth. <laughs> Yeah, and then it goes to something else without even hearing the song. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so funny when she says "ranch." Is how she calls this ranch. Oh, is this ranch records? <laughs> hey, they. Like uh, 
Our records so are finally nice. out. People actually have them in their hands. We don't even have them yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't have one yet, but we, the there are yeah the buds have them, and uh, yeah we'll we'll get some hopefully soon. Yeah, I have making sure everyone has them first. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear from people that are like, yeah, the vinyl itself is actually really cool because it's kind of smoked, right? Yeah, yeah, it uh, matches my hair on the uh, cover. <laughs> that's funny yeah no it's a good it's good times i i can't wait to get one and uh yeah we just sent some out to our bods some bods and uh we appreciate everybody that's uh actually written in and said that they're enjoying having a little listen to the vinyl yeah sitting down the experience of putting on the record and the flow of it and the you know putting the other side on and, and i look uh, forward to that yeah, it's got a nice little. Uh, oh, it's got a nice little flow to it. I'm happy. Um, so yesterday was Suge's first day of junior high. Wow. Yeah, that's a big milestone. It happened fast, and out here for some reason, um, just the way it shakes down, grade five is the end of elementary school, and so um, she went to junior high. So I remember my junior high, like people drove themselves there lockers right there's like beards and stuff but yeah, this year no um people smoking at the junior high yeah people like in rehab and people um like divorced people in junior high like all that well you had the teacher dating the student and then the, the driving the teacher around yeah, or did, yeah i had what that happen that took the teacher's car no the car was driving the kid's car yeah teacher's so driving the kid's car it it sounds like there was some extra help. It was an extra help situation. Like, why don't you stay after school for extra help? Then um, you might as well just come over to my place for the extra help. Then while wow. you're here, you might as well stay for dinner. And yeah. then I gather there was like some living together for a while. And um, wow. he used her car to chase us. That's right. Which feels extremely uh, unfair as a level playing field. People were growing up fast in the 80s. Yeah, back then they sure were. Yeah. So Suge um, uh, had to get all doodled up. And uh, I guess a big difference with junior high and COVID is you can wear your hair down. Because the, uh, the good news is that you're probably, because you're social distancing, not getting close enough to get the lice. There's no, uh, no one's lousy. So that's, that's an upside. Yeah. But I'll tell you, looking at my kid... Yesterday, with her hair down and curled in a jean skirt, going to junior high, was like, "What the heck? When oh. did that happen?" Yep. Here comes a teenage rock concert. I know. Natural order of things, to, but my mom used to call it that. <laughs> my the boy, yeah, John's high school next Whoa. week. Yeah. Does he yeah. seem like a high school kid? I think so, but if I see if you see if you see a bunch of high school kids, I think they're twelve. Yeah, like I, I don't think I was like I love I'm like those aren't high school kids. Those kids are little kids. Have you ever seen a group of high school kids lately? Yeah, this morning. Yeah, they look like they're all like twelve. But the you university I mean? kids do too. Yeah, exactly. So the uh, yeah, it, it's gonna they're gonna fit, be fine, but just the kind of concept of not going to the graduation and then all of a sudden you're going to high school. <laughs> I know. It's nuts. And, 
And uh, yeah, I don't know how many people he'll actually know in the classes because it's a big, broader base of students, right? Well, same thing with Shug. There are like a few um, uh, feeder schools that feed into this junior high. So there are kids in her class for the first time that she doesn't know. And uh, it was like suddenly very different. They don't have to wear their uh, masks at their desk. Oh, no, they do. Indy does Yeah, doesn't. they do. All day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, Anna and, and Jack are in from 8 to 2.30 like normal, and John is only going from 9 to 12, the half day, and the rest online. Whoa. And, yeah, and Jack and Anna, I guess the way it works for them is you're in a pod of, I guess, about 25 maximum people, and those are the only people that you'll be in contact with. And, the, and obviously distanced in that situation so um it's yeah it's way different and they're going in <clears throat> one day this week each just to kind of get a feel and un an understanding to what's happening and the changes and all that so um then they go in and uh, you just uh, for our sake just keep an eye on the numbers and because uh, it's a still risky and uh um you just got to be careful on, on every step. And if something is to happen and if there is any outbreaks, you have to kind of shut things down and relook at everything. But uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, a weird situation where everyone's at because it's kind of uh, hopefully trial without error, <laughs> you know? Like if only school could approach the school year with the same uh, specificity specificity and exactitude that the NHL did. Well, that's like so far. That's incredible what they've pulled off. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I'm sure that that's the concept is really containing people and not and not leaving that bubble that you're in. But I mean, with school, you're, you're kind of leaving the bubble and coming back every day. Right, and maybe your parents work somewhere that's high risk, and maybe they yeah. have them, and maybe you're asymptomatic and all that. It's if it was the NHL, the way then those twenty, those kids and the the teachers would be by themselves the whole time and contained. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's not perfect, that's for sure. Okay, so let me ask you something: those young NHL guys in the bubble, if they are Randy. You don't think they're going outside the bubble? It's Randy for the handy, and that's it. <laughs> like, do you, you don't think they're they're bending the rules of the bubble? Well, I think if they are, they're reprimanded big time, right? There's security and everything. So how are you going to take people in and out through security when it's super tight? I don't right. know how you, you could, so it would have to be espionage beyond and it's frowned upon and like i said you're gonna get big fines if you if you do that so and your teammates are gonna lose it on you so I, there's way too many uh risks involved that i can't see it ha happening it's just yeah you just got randy randy take it out on the game that's what they say but it's like the old school Managers and coaches. Oh, no sex for this training period. <laughs> Boxers always did that, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Not do anything until after the round. Then you get a good one. Um, Toolsy asked if I would do the Jay and Dan podcast last week, and um, they're always so good to us. I was happy to do it. I did it too, right right um, after you. Oh, yeah. did you? Yes. So yeah. here's, I don't know if he told you what happened. This is the weird well, thing. Well, you got, did it get it cut off or something, right? <clears throat> okay, so I yeah. have... I have the internet at my house, which uh, we have established is not great. And if anyone's banging Fortnite, like I can't even send an email. Yeah. So as a backup for this work that I'm doing um, in the States, I have on my data plan, I have a Turbo Hub booster. But because I'm banging the Turbo Hub pretty hard, <laughs> when I was in the middle of the podcast with Toolsy, Bell shut me down because I'd reached the ma- my oh. maximum data. So it was like uh, mid-sentence and like Gork Frozen. So I had to call Bell, ironically, who probably pays for the Jay and Dan podcast in some yeah. way. <laughs> and first of all, ask them to please unlock my data. But by the time I went through the verification questions to prove it was me, security questions, special number, code, all that stuff. They got to um, me. That's how long. That's how long. It took. Yeah. They can't. <laughs> They can't just unlock the thing. They have to tell you, well, let's look at why you reached the max thing. And maybe maybe you have the wrong plan. So why don't I walk you through a few plans that would be better? I could not have said more times, like, honestly, can you just turn the lights back on? And I'll sort the rest of this out later. And they're like, well, but let's find out why it's happening because that's as important. So after we uh, figured out that I probably needed more data... Then he had to uh, go back and make it retroactive. So it started on the uh, date oh, of my man. last billing cycle yeah. and was putting me on hold. And it, it's all like it's great to have done. But of course, when you're in the pressure cooker in that moment, like, sorry, I'm so sorry. Could you just could you please just turn it back on? No, yeah. no, no such thing. Yeah, no. So, so I ran out of the internet while I was on the podcast with Tools. Yeah, I had a nice little chat about music with Tools. It was good times. Yeah, he what was about little, it? It was a bit scattered because he was like, "Oh my god!" You know, uh, for I guess his first guest had to like last minute cancel, and yeah, he was uh, he was a little bit flustered, but it was all good. We had a good chat. Nice. Yeah. It's good to show up for those guys because they always show up for us. That's absolutely for sure. every time and any time, big time. Um, so you guys were in uh, Pembroke for a while, and then you went somewhere else, right? Then we went to Muskoka, yeah, at our at our Bod's house up there, and uh, it was a great time. I gotta say, all as usual. And Annalise actually did, got over a huge thing for her. Uh, there's a boathouse there, and it's about a t- twenty foot jump. And uh, John and Jack usually do it after some getting up the gumption. But uh, this time, Annalise just went up there with no life jacket and just ripped right off there. No problem. No way. Perfectly. Yeah, like no sweat. Didn't even think about it. And she was just so proud of herself and did it another 30 times plus. And no, every single time, no concern whatsoever. Diving in. Perfect. So it was a great move for her. That's great summer stuff, man. Yeah. I love watching the freedom of kids learning to ride a bike and learning to swim and stuff like that. Indy's a couple years younger than Anna, so she's a couple years behind in her development. But this summer was the year that she put her face in the water. 
And then from putting her face in the water, which she didn't want to do, to cannonballs into the deep end yeah. was about 20 minutes. And then once the cannonballs uh, started, then the 360 started, yes. and then the watch how long I can hold my breath underwater started. And like that like pride that comes from hitting those summer milestones is just the best stuff. That's amazing. Good. See, yeah, swimming is the most fun, too. And it's the best exercise. I was very thankful for the Atlantic bubble because we did a trip around Cape Breton and the Cabot Trail, and we actually ended up going to PEI four times over nice. the course of the summer, which was really nice. And it's not far away, but there's just something psychological about getting a change of scenery, you know? Yeah. Well, it is different, though. The, the everything's kind of different about it it feels so localized and you're out in the ocean in a, in a sense yes it's good stuff and you say what's the best beaches to go to if you're ever ripping out there which well, side pi is pi is outrageous man because there are there are the beaches that are kind of touristy and heavily populated like cavendish but if you go a hundred meters outside like the lifeguard area there's nobody for miles and you can have this like white sand private beach um greenwich is up there for me uh as far as my favorite beaches go and i spent some time at singing sands beach in surrey this time and it's a great beach too man was it winda no it wasn't so winda not but winda? the um there's a time early august when the jellyfish are gone that's the pocket right there. That's the sweet stuff. The sweet pockets? What do you mean? I do know what you mean. It's a good time. You know what also it is a good time for? What? A wee break. Be right back, bud. Hey, bye, bud. Cocktail, please. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hello. It's me. Bernie? Bernie. Bernie. I was wondering oh, Bernie, come on. <laughs> I'm, ne- I, Gord, I'm never going to meet anybody. Okay. I know it. Here's what I we're going to do. First of all, turn off your iPad. Hey, sometimes Adele's the only thing I got, Gord. Turn off the iPad. Open your curtains. Put on some proper trousers instead of those yoga pants you've been getting around in. You need to pick your chin up off the ground. You've said that to me numerous times over the years. I, I, I just don't think I'm going to see. It's just, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, you know? I'll go out for walks. It's just nothing. Bernie, I'm your friend, and that other artist on your roster is your friend, too. Yeah, oh, God, turn it off. It doesn't matter. I don't know. What's the problem here? Is it that you were hoping to meet that special someone? I'm trying to meet that special anyone, Gord. Well, what kind of places are you going? Like, where where have you tried? Well, like I said, I'll go into the park. I I take walks. uh, You know, I I, I sit in my office. I make a lot of phone calls. Okay. So, on the phone, calling people, it's not like... That's a great way to introduce yourself. You have the internet at your house, right? Well, you know, you talk to me. I sound fine, you know. Nobody ever says, hey, you want to go on a, on a date? When I'm calling the, all these people, you know. 
So we have to go after where you're fishing in the wrong pond is what it comes down to, Bernard. We need what? to get you in the on the internet service on a dating app that the app is short for application. And that, 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 so you can find sexy singles in your area just dying to meet you. That's not going to work for me, Gordon. I mean, look, uh, women, they, you have to beat them off with a stick. I know, um, that, but that's I am a rarity in that regard. This, the mean, way you, we do it you, for you is, all we have to do is describe the things that you like and that you're good at, and then other like-minded, sexy singles in your area will track you down. That's how it works. Well, all right, I'll try anything. I'm that's honestly, how things are really, done. I've, I've had it. I've, let's try it. So What do I do? Well, there's a website for sexy singles in your area, in your age group, called pound.ca. Why don't we just fill out a profile on pound.ca? It's okay. Oh, I got it wrong. It's called Pound Cake. It's okay, for um, like a bakers, like groups of bakers yeah. that like to get together, sexy single bakers. Well, Ooh. I'm not a baker, Gord. For crying out loud! What the heck? Your Nanaimo bars would beg to differ, sir. I, I make Manimo bars now? Yeah, but look, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So if you join a baker's website called poundcake.ca, sexy single bakers in your area will try to get to your heart through your stomach. It's kind can of we, twofold. Can we just try the other one the, with the swiping? The Tinder one? I'm just If we're going to do, do a date, let's just get a normal thing going here. Do you know there's a senior Tinder? Maybe we should put you on that. That sounds perfect. It's called Senior. And it's in fairness, it is mostly Spanish people. But um, you like Latinas. So uh, like I said, I, honestly, I, I just want to meet somebody, Gord. Okay, so let's start with, um, it says here, nickname. Oh, how about I've got a good headline for you. Ready? Yeah. Who wants to feel the burn? Well, I mean, that's a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but burn bit is forward. spelled like B E R N. So, like, feel the burn. Like, your nickname is Burn. Or what about Burn Baby Burn? That sounds a little bit better. I can okay. deal with that one. Burn Baby Burn. So, maybe is the first burn B U R N. And then the second burn is B-E-R-N, or is both burns B-E-R-N, or are both burns B-U-R-N? I like both burns, B-E-R-N. Burn, baby, burn. And then do we want to put, like, uh, Disco Inferno or maybe Crisco Inferno so they know you're into, like, you want to get things going? But I don't, I don't do that. That may be you, okay, but not so me. Okay, so burn, baby, burn. Good. This is good. See, this is good. Um, so what uh, hobbies do you have that I should put down? Or, or what type of special someone are you looking for? What are the qualities that you're hoping to find? Well, I, I, I like, uh, I, I don't mind bowling. Bowling's all right. I do that from time to time. Okay, but people that read these like jokes, so I should say something about you starting a bowl movement. Or take it, who wants to take a bowl movement with me? Well, how about burn baby bowl or ball baby bowl baby bowl? Burn with bowl? Oh, well, how about looking to bowl you over? 
That sounds good. Oh, how about tired of striking out as baseball, isn't it? I also I also like swimming too. Oh. We put swimming in there. I wonder if there's some sort of dunk like Dunkin' Donuts or Dunkin' Minuts or some kind of. I don't know about Dunkin that. Dunk. That's, that's what you that's have a... to be forward, Burn. That's what gets noticed. Well, you know I like the Raptors. That's uh, uh, we go to the Raptors games all the time. Okay, let me ask you something. If you were a woman and you were reading two profiles, and the first one said, I enjoy bowling and like the Raptors, uh, go for walks and like the park, would you pursue that one? Or if someone was like, burn baby burn, Crisco Inferno, let's start a bowl movement because I want to show you my balls. I think I like the other one, the walking and the... The other part puts, like, I like to make phone calls, and I sit in my office. Can you put that in there? Sure, that's extremely appealing to someone. I think a lot of people might like that. You know, you like to make phone calls. You like What else do you like? Uh, well, for one thing, I like to make you a star. That's fun. Uh... To be honest, uh, you've made me do that for so long, I don't really know what else to do, Gord. Well, that's... I feel uh, you've already become a star many times over. Uh, You're you're a legend. So what if we put um, some type of clue in your ad that you know me, and that might bring the honeys swarming? What? Like like light on my foot or something, or... Have you uh, tried to... I also should get maybe get some of those abs, you know, like uh, Janet Jackson got. You know, the, the one yeah, that you how, put into Yeah, how your... hard could that be? What do you mean? N- nothing. I Did you ever use that six-week family pass I gave you to good life? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when they suck out the fat and then they put in, like, the uh, gladiator stomach. Oh, liposuction. Yeah, but then also the other thing where they put in the muscle, the seven pack. You you should go to Mexico. All right. Or or how about how about something kind of flirty? Like I know we're on lockdown, but that doesn't mean we can't go to Sexico. <laughs> Those two guys are getting out of control. They're also, that's born out of a real article that I found that I sent you, <laughs> where Burns like, I wouldn't mind having something to snack up, flip and rub it down. Yeah, like it's actually a thing. He's looking, he's trying to help him find somebody. He's looking for love. He's in his 80s, trying to find that special someone, and that would be hard. That's especially be right difficult. now. Yeah. Because we know that no. people are getting frisky in those uh, long-term care facilities. The burn. Jeremy Taggart. Yeah. Try. Oh, you can't do it. Do what? You can't do it. What is it? Come up with an actual personal ad for yourself. How would you describe yourself? Hi. My name's Jeremy Taggart. I like to get out. I like to be out. And I like to stay up. In the head. Not outside. I like to go to bed early, but I like to stay up. In terms of happiness. I love happiness. Do you like happiness? Let's try and be happy together.
Give me a call on my box, 526. It's Jeremy Taggart. See, that was good. Yeah. Keeping it light. Mine would be like... Do yours now. Like it's a bo- Remember back in the day it was like the beep and it was a box. And you'd say your thing and it's your number or whatever. Honestly, guys, I am just so tired of reindeer games. So if you want to keep it 100, then hit me up because I'm your boy. But if you, I swear, if you want drama, if you're a drama llama, then I am, I'm not the guy for you because I like to keep it 100. We're watching Love Island, if you can't tell, and that's how they all talk. Have you seen the show? No, I haven't, but do another, like, I like doing different personal ads for different people now. Okay, give me a person and I'll do their personal ad. Well, I'll say I'll do somebody else's personal ad. Okay, like, but pick someone that we know. Pick a Canadian celebrity. Why can't it it just be somebody new, a new guy? Oh, remember the the vo- the voiceover guy, Party <laughs> Shitty. Remember him? Yeah. I uh, I was imagining because this is what I do. This is Sudoku for me. I was imagining he was doing voiceovers for a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. We have specials every day of the week: Tuesdays burritos, Wednesdays tacos, and Thursdays <laughs> vaginas. Vaginas. And the guy on your side of the booth has to tell him oh sorry that's not how it's pronounced what was his name rock sandstone <laughs> rock sandstone remember our no, voiceover guy what was his name oh yeah yeah no i can't remember his name but i remember yeah he had he kept screwing one word up yes and it was vaginas always, yeah <laughs> no i'm thinking of this guy he's like uh hey uh my name's uh my name's lily and uh, I like, I like to sing. I like to hang out. I like to uh, just do my own thing, you know. So if that's what you're into, give me a shout, you know, Lily. Box five two two. Lily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name's Calvin. Uh, I love to be like super active. And I like uh, like canoeing, and I like uh, like just going outside. And uh, if that sounds like something that would appeal to you, haul her back. Hey Tex, I have to take a break. My kid's home from junior high. Oh no, I was gonna do one guy, one more guy, and then that's the end. Hit it. Okay. Hey, uh, my name's Groose. Hey, let's go. People say I sound like the boss. If you think so too, hit me up. Five, five, five. Oh, man. <laughs> right? Okay. That's how he's described. <laughs> yeah, he boss. really sounds like the boss. His name's Groose. Groose Splingsteen. Yeah. Take a break, bud. All right, bye, bye. Let me ask you this right quick. You know what I mean? Hey, we're back. We're back. I um, I think I so, told you I I got a shed from Old Hickory Buildings. Yes, yeah, and it looks great. I saw. I actually saw the. Uh, you have a nice little uh, back screen going now for Zoom stuff. The way it looks. Oh yeah, right on the toolsy thing. 
I saw it on the Jay and Dan Instagram, yeah. But what a difference it's made to be able to actually just excuse myself and come to the office so I'm not in anyone's way. It was just, I didn't even realize how much kind of low-key pressure it was causing. Like, they couldn't (laughs) talk if I was doing anything. I felt like I should whisper while I was working. Like, it's just so much better. Well, and and you could tell you're boosting because everything's mint. Yeah, exactly. Until it wasn't. (laughs) super boost i wonder how much that boost would cost if you weren't uh having the the corporate gig paying for it It would be nuts right well this is the crazy thing um uh i don't have the option to have internet like like high speed internet. I don't have the option of fiber op. I don't have the option of high. No, I guess not unless you spend like a hundred thousand dollars. Well, down so the I called yeah. and they said it's a thousand bucks per hundred feet, Oof. and I'm a kilometer from the turn. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I can't yeah. even do the math on what that would. No, cost. no. You need like a community fundraiser for like a ten years. I know. <laughs> So it's not even like we'll ask the other company because this is the only company that comes up this road. So I, I called and I was like, is it in the works? Because I know the high speed, like the fiber op is on the main road. And he was like, honestly, we're concentrating on PEI this summer. Oh, okay. man, it's over. That's the end of that. Yikes. So my, guess my kids, John starts uh, high school next week. Crazy. Right, crazy, and no, no graduation going into high school, just blind. But it is what it is, right? <clears throat> but but the, being at that age, though, they're at the John and Jack's going to be thirteen at, on Halloween. So, which I think is, by the way, going to be canceled. I'll tell you right now. Get over it, everybody. Halloween, Halloween is. Done. Oh, it's going to be canceled for sure. It, I, I, if. Let's well. Let's hope that the, the the second wave isn't as bad, and the numbers trend down. But like, just in terms of safety precautions, where you know, a passing around candy from house to house just all of a sudden just doesn't seem like it's the smartest idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and and obviously this has to do with places that are where the numbers are going to be more alarming than if you have nothing and no cases. But you just everyone's careful as it is, and you wash everything. But still, it's just a risk that's not necessary if this is how things are right now this year. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just another way of someone touching something and someone else getting it, right? <clears throat> But uh, anyway, kids being that age of of, uh, teenage, the teenage rock concert is starting, man, in the house here. What what does that mean? (laughs) Well, just like the the teenage boys and then their kids and their friends. And you still that the like the sleek, the, the leaking in of like that adult humor, right? Starting to trickle in. Like how? Well, like you know, like the, I'll you know, I'll be the kids will be playing, and all of a sudden I'll hear one of them go, "Oh, what does that mean?" <laughs> well, just like some sexually suggestive moan. Remember like that, that those days when you just hear guys, "Oh, 
<laughs> class. So that's what they're and doing. So, no, I'm just yeah, it's happening, and then and it's it's gotten to the point where it's like, come on, or I'm like, I can't, we can't do that around and. But that's just that that that's just one of those things that that starts to happen when kids are teenagers. I think it's funny, and uh, they mimic. So yeah, and so, then Annalise is like, "I don't stop doing that. Like that makes me uncomfortable. Quit it, right?" <laughs> so do they know like the the origin of that sound, or is it? Is yeah. It like there's, are they saying it with any knowledge, or are they? Well, you were when you were fourteen, you. Think about it, man. Like, you know everything when you're 14. Yeah. So, yeah. Is this all so far in... Um... I'm not saying... I'm like, there's, there's, they're at that age now where kids are, like, dating in class, even though that's, like, you know, hanging out or it's over in two months and they, like, held hands three times. But, you know, it's 14... Is when the ball's rolling and just those... I know. So is any of this in practice yet or it's all kind of in theory? I know the It's all theory, it, yes. Yeah. No, it's all in the head, yes. It's just, so it's just that's why it's like everything's a joke and, and you know, wiener jokes. It's like every, every you know, th- that humor is just, it's out there now. So it's just, it's funny to hear that like I'm having to deal with like, you know, hearing the boner jokes or whatever that stuff you know what's a big one is when suddenly one of the boys goes all in with a girlfriend and suddenly it's like where's ralph oh he's at karen's again (laughs) that's a big rite of passage isn't it what do you mean like staying over at at someone else's house or just when when they're on a date yeah they start to choose actually i'd rather be with her than the guys like that yeah. age, that's a oh, big yeah. Uh, yeah. change that's, of direction. That's coming right up, man. That's the thing. Fourteen, and in two seconds, it'll be twenty, and then it'll be like fighting for the keys. No, you know what it'll be five for fighting for the keys. Remember that thirty-two for a moment, got up between ten and twenty. That is that of, what is? That's, was that a song about that? Yeah, and it was in like suddenly it was in every insurance commercial. It's about how <laughs> I'm now 16 for a moment, I'm driving my car and my license, and then 32, and then whatever, 78, and then suddenly it's done, shutting her down. Oh man, yeah, but it's what's also cool about this, the kids being that age is you can relate to them more now, and like humor is more like we laugh more about stuff because like they understand more. Like the other day that they never heard that, like, I haven't met you yet. You know what's that? Michael Bublade's <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're connecting on now? Well, like, it was on, right? And they were at, like, sub- like waiting at Subway in Muskoka <laughs> to go eat lunch or something in the car, and it was on. And I'm like, hey, guys, listen to this. And I turned it up because I knew that... I think it was like, what's going on? It's just so like, you know, different and like <laughs> the lyrics. And as soon as I knew it, it's like, I haven't met you yet. They both started laughing their heads. <laughs> so Michael Bublé is the generation bridging 
<laughs> Reference point. Everyone can agree that that song's funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, surprised. Not they're everything lasts. Like, I've broken my heart so many times. Stop keeping drunk. They're like, what's going on? Is this like a commercial or something? What the hell is this? It's just so like dramatic and positive and like I don't know I don't want to say safe but just you know what I mean it's just so like well it's classic like 1950s presentation I guess crooner guy (laughs) yeah and I know that it can be so amazing and maybe your love is gonna change me (laughs) and another time with us with John and the the Smashing Pumpkins was on, and he was laughing at the singing. <laughs> I think really? It was, I think it was 1979. <laughs> and he heard that, like, yeah! The beginning of the chorus. And he's you know, like, the, what are you guys... What is wrong with your and generation? I'm, I'm sure, like, he, you know, made a... Would, do the same thing to my kid where he's like what is that who's doing <laughs> 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 the beginning of that chorus of that 1979 is just so classically like a grating, like, serrated edge right into your ear. <laughs> Do your kids have any recollection of going to see Our Lady Peace? <laughs> no. They don't? They, I mean, like, a sound check, I think, once. But they and never went to a concert? Oh, my eyes are... <laughs> no. Just, a, I think that they, uh... John and Jack, when they were babies, came to a sound check in Kitchener, and they were, like, crying because it was too loud. <laughs> so that was that. But Anna, no. No, no, but they wouldn't really even remember that because it was just a sound check for, like, five minutes. <clears throat> but, yeah, John was cracking up. That <laughs> Just the voice, hearing Billy Corgan... For the first time, he was just like, what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's definitely unique and distinctive. I have been um, recording a record of covers for the girls um, <laughs> to help them sleep and trying to introduce some songs that, you know, the window's closing, my influence in their brains. And yeah. I want to make sure that they're dialed with kind of musical taste. They inherit from the old man, like Bruce Hornsby and stuff. Um, but well, you, that play, is, you play music a lot, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. one of the great joys of parenting, I find. To be like, oh my gosh, the Beatles. You guys have never heard the Beatles. Let's play some Beatles, like that stuff. But I've started to do it, um, not to the level of uh, just haven't met you yet, but I've started to introduce <laughs> them to like waiting for Guffman level humor to try to see like if that lands yeah and so i played um there's a song where i i don't know how much you remember the movie but there's supposed to be this kind of young stud in the role of a young stud and then his family says you can't do that theater thing so at the last minute 
Christopher Guest's character, who's yeah. an effeminate theater guy, has to step into this thing. And so That's great. the soldier going away to war song, the penny for your thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's obviously a little soft the way he delivers it. And the dance moves are excellent, accurate parody. So it, it was really fun to introduce them to that to see if they got it, and they totally did. Yeah, that's a solid, a solid movie pick, actually. Big time. And so sophisticated. And uh, <coughs> those are the best laughs. It is. Annalise is actually, she's really funny and, like, uh, will come up with phrases and things that crack me up all the time. I'm going to start writing them down. But, you know, the alert, alert creativity is still firing. It's the best. Yeah, they're really, it's, it's so fun to see them start to, and they love hanging out together and working each other up. That's why we, one thing that's been good about, you know, the whole spring and summer being staying at home has just been having them kind of interact more and yeah. just kind of they've really been propping each other up really well too so it's awesome to see so they're getting along pretty well all three of them they get along amazingly and uh like i said they they're really good at uh we've we've had discussions um like family talks about like um depression and um feeling bad for not and not understanding why and things like that and um that's really helped you know even if they all don't aren't on the same page they get it and and they they look at the perspective of the other kid if they're dealing with something way differently if they think they're just you know being upset for another reason so it's helped for sure talking good old chatting with the kids it's the very best yeah Big time. Especially with, I've noticed um, we had a little campfire the night before school, and I just said, like, do you guys have any questions about, like, what's going on right now? And they internalize so much, whether you realize it or not. Like, we have pretty open lines of communication, but Indy paused for a second, and she was like, you know, I, I just don't want to get the coronavirus. I was like, yeah. wow, <clears throat> of course that is something that you have in your head um and so i reassured her with the facts and it's not likely she'd get it and even if she did it's not likely she'd have serious symptoms and um you know we're being as careful as possible and uh there aren't many cases in nova scotia right now like trying trying to underline with let's let's look at the actual um facts yeah um, it, it seemed to be of comfort but but of course, you you have to check in and ask the questions, and and you can't just assume that everyone is fine based on what you can see on the outside, as you know. Yeah, no, and and that's it's easy to kind of just try and be happy together by letting everybody do their own thing. Sometimes, if they're on technology or whatever, but it's really important to kind of stay together. Even though you're trying to get through things, you just need to spend time talking amongst yourselves because that's so easy to not do. It's just so easy to kind of go insular on your device or what some people would consider burying themselves in work at home because that's another thing people have been doing, just kind of 
just trying to focus on getting things done and too much of that can can start to affect everything as well yeah well i think that's why um in our case this building has really helped me compartmentalize because when i'm out here i'm working and then when i'm in the house i try to be in the house instead of uh trying to do both at once Mm -hmm. um anyway it was just for such a for such a small thing like how are you it was a great reminder how's it been now like and i know from the transition happening a long time before from traveling all the time to nothing what's that like now for you i really like it yeah um i really like it and i i've i was road banging so hard as you know yeah. in the first couple months of the year and um once the can I make a living here like I feel like people are at either end of the spectrum either people are thriving or people are freaking yeah. I was thinking about this this morning if there are so many different buckets of disappointment like imagine if you had worked really hard playing basketball through high school and you were drafted to play at university and then your first year is like a, actually we're not doing that yeah or <laughs> I mean, it's a little, you're a five-year-old kid and your first exposure to school is, oh yeah, that's a place where you wear masks Mm -hmm. Um, or a band that's like starting to do really well or just booked a big tour and then suddenly that's not happening or an actor who was in a play or people that go away for work and then suddenly can't. Mm -hmm. Um, So I almost feel uh, this weird kind of guilt about how much I'm enjoying being home and that I've managed to figure out a way to make a living while being home like that 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 feels pretty great yeah well and I think with travel not changing anytime soon and especially with America man that's not going to change you're probably going to be you probably won't travel down there for a year at least yep exactly it's hard to even wrap your head around and I think Partially out of like self-preservation, it's better if you kind of think a couple weeks at a time or a month at a time. If you start to think like, wait a sec, it might be 2023 before we X, Y, or Z. Um, You can get bummed out. Um, But I think it's it's perfectly normal to have uh, a wide range of feelings and reactions and even within the same day. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I was just having this conversation today with someone about how, you know, just because you're fine right this second doesn't mean this afternoon you won't be like, wait a sec. Oh, I'm so bummed out. Like, I had this moment this morning where I was like, oh, man, New York. Remember New York? Remember just like when you could go to New York and the energy in that city and how fun it was to go to New York? And I thought, man, I'd like to go to New York sometime. (laughs) Yeah, but if you went there, you'd be like, what happened to New York? I know. Because it's all, there is no New York right now. It's completely boarded up right down I know. everywhere. There's no stores. There's no economy happening. It's an absolute ghost town and people are leaving it in droves, which is insane to think. I know. Rents I know, plummeting. It's... Like, it's crazy. <clears throat> it really is. Um, and I'm sure, like, people that are living there are like, no, that's not the case here. It's not like that at all. But maybe some of that also for self-preservation you have to think that way because if you thought it didn't exist the way you were used to it existing that's too much to wrap your head around um so so little things like that like 
obviously traveling on planes was a big part of my life and yours too and haven't done that this is probably the longest stretch that i haven't been on a plane it's not bad it's Mm -hmm. just different yeah no that's that's it the transition and it's uh, yeah and uh before we were thinking how long is this gonna be till it's back to normal it's uh, it's got more it's more like this is the new normal and it's more about adapting to this than adapting to the way things were because there is a plus side with how things have been with the masks and i mean colds are down no, who has colds you don't see them the same right it, it's it really is a a smarter way to be out in public especially in industry and and when you're in grocery stores it just makes more sense to be more sterile with everything well i know suddenly you're like wait a sec i put my hand on airplane bathroom door handles yeah. like it's really kind of yeah. reevaluated how you look at human interaction and germs and what type of yeah. presence you leave places like Obviously, the Disney fantasy, which I talked about on the very first episode of this podcast, I think, was a lesson for us in how germs travel because we all got the Norwalk virus. Mm -hmm. And that's from door handles. And I remember them asking you to sanitize as you're walking into the kind of common areas and stuff. Yeah. But it's hard to imagine we'll go back to not considering that stuff everywhere you go. Yeah. You can't just expect everyone to clean up after everything you've done. It's about present presenting yourself in a way that you're not going to impact the rest of society on a daily basis when you go out it's more about trying to contain it and realizing that yeah like absolutely makes perfect sense that by doing this everything will be better in terms of the health of everyone yeah and i know part of this process is kind of evaluating where you are like what things in your life you're happy with what things in your life you're not um it's it's a good chance to kind of take stock and and see what changes you want to make on the other side of it you know yeah and obviously we're feeling for bods that are having a rough time and things are difficult because that's the other thing you know people aren't talking about how um uh, it's it's been difficult for people that have depression as it is and it's there's less people to talk to so everybody should just kind of reach out more and uh, listen more to your friends and just kind of keep people on the on the map and uh, never I always if I had one regret with <clears throat> with James it was just kind of maintaining small talk uh, hmm. You know, like uh, even if I was upset with him how he w- was, I-, I stopped doing that, and that's my regret. I think as a brother and a, f- a friend is just not you know. Even though I did love him, I didn't show him in the small texts like positive stuff. It was more like uh, kind of wagging the finger and telling him what to do, you know, and just stop making mistakes. And <clears throat> you know, you don't realize that. Uh, how big it is just to be like you know what you know how are you how how are things you know what's what's the weather like just anything small just to show that you actually care instead of uh thinking you're helping somebody with tough love sometimes you know well great reminder 
Yeah. But I also, as your friend, when, when you say that stuff, want to remind you that I know on an ongoing basis, in a daily basis, your patience was tried and you're only mm -hmm. human to a degree too. And so if you're reacting honestly in that moment, expressing frustration, you can't, you can't expect someone to, um, you know, someone to take and take and take and take and take from them and you don't ever develop a thicker skin or push back or flag that it's not fair. Like, yeah, I, I totally hear your point and I'm, I'm sorry that you carry that burden because that must, that must be heavy. Yeah. Well, I think it's more cause like over time it's, if you start to, if I start to look back through texts, like it was, it was almost like the last eight months where I just kind of got more thinking like I'm, I was sick and tired of stuff and had to just kind of think that this was the only way that things were going to get better was just to, kind of let him figure it out and help him only when I thought that he was what I thought was desperate, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, but just, you know, being t tough and, uh, yeah, I, I think I, th if you look from the perspective, his perspective, it, it, it's, uh, when everyone's doing that, it, you know, and you think, well, this is tough <laughs> and, you know, so you, you know, when you think you, they won't make that decision and go that route and they do and you look from their perspective it's like everyone was being that way so um i'm just saying that that uh, not that would have saved his life but just to have a continual kind of light hearted thing going when you're trying to deal with these situations in life it's uh, it, it's probably a good idea to keep that going, you know. Great reminder. Yeah. <clears throat> and the other thing is, too, I think that goes for any relationship. Like, it goes for... I remember a friend of mine who was married. Um, they had two girls. The girls grew up. The girls went away to school. And he's, he's like, my wife and I kind of looked at each other across the table like, aside from what time's a dentist appointment, can you drive so-and-so to dance? They didn't have a relationship really to speak of anymore because everything they did was just kind of um uh driving people places and sort of family coordination like you really do have to fight for and carve out dates mm -hmm. and conversations and actual quality time instead of just can you grab this can you get that mm -hmm. like it's busy running a household and it's hard to to distinguish but l like i have with I'm in my shed, so I'm working. I'm inside, so I'm not. You have to, and it's hard when everyone's home, mm -hmm. but how do you transition from we are running this household to, okay, we are actually hanging out right now. And yeah. I know it's a little thing, but one thing that works for Carol and me is to go for walks because when we're walking, we're not doing anything except talking. Yeah. So we both have each other's undivided attention and it's hard to remember that. And I'm super guilty of it sometimes. We're in the kitchen and she's telling me something and I'm shooting off an email real quick because I know if I don't do it while well, I remember, it won't happen. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I'll realize like, oh, I've lost her because I wasn't yep. present. Mm -hmm. It's hard, man. Yep. And that's it's a it. lot to balance. Awareness. Kind of keeping it in check is the important thing. And, and you know, understanding that it happens and you... You don't like it when it happens and you try not to do it. You know? Yeah. But yeah, let's, uh, on a good note, next week, good luck with uh, Taylor Pendrith, who's 
top five on the Corn Ferry uh, points list, going to Kalinski. get his, his PGA Tour card for 2021. And he's in the U.S. Open next week, so good luck to him with for that move, going from full-on uh, just playing golf to a major. So here we go. Boom. Good luck. <clears throat> um, good chatting, bud. Good chatting, bud. Boom.